Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Welcome to the Gaming Ride Home podcast for Thursday, July 16th. I am Kyle Hilliard. Here's a whole bunch of video game stuff that happened recently. Microsoft's xCloud streaming service will be part of Game Pass Ultimate in the future. Guy Dr. Disrespect Beam is doing interviews, but we're no closer to learning why he was banned from Twitch. And it seems like the Uncharted movie has finally begun shooting. Microsoft is adding its xCloud services to Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. Microsoft posted a blog this morning credited to the head of Xbox, Phil Spencer, that outlined a lot of known details about the Xbox Series X. It will have good graphics. It's being made for the gamers, etc. It basically reiterates a lot of known capabilities of the Xbox Series X. There were a handful of new details, however, the most interesting being a potential release timeline for its xCloud streaming service. xCloud has essentially the same pitch as Google Stadia, except it is focused on Xbox games. It has been in closed beta for some time, but Microsoft today announced that it will be added to the Game Pass Ultimate subscription service at no additional cost. So if you're an Xbox Game Pass Ultimate subscriber starting around September, you will be able to stream Xbox games to various platforms like your phone or computer. Here's the full section about it from the blog. You will get more from your Xbox Game Pass Ultimate membership. Finally, today, we're announcing that this September, in supported countries, we're bringing Xbox Game Pass and Project xCloud together at no additional cost for Xbox Game Pass Ultimate members. With cloud gaming and Game Pass Ultimate, you will be able to play over 100 Xbox Game Pass titles on your phone or tablet, and because Xbox Live connects across devices, you can play along with the nearly 100 million Xbox Live players around the world. So, when Halo Infinite launches, you and your friends can play together and immerse yourselves in the Halo universe as Master Chief anywhere you go and across devices Cloud gaming and Xbox Game Pass Ultimate means your games are no longer locked to the living room. You can connect more than ever with friends and family through gaming. And just like you do with your movie and music streaming services, when cloud gaming launches into Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, you can continue your game wherever you left off on any of your devices. There's certainly a lot of marketing speak in there, but I think this is pretty great. I've probably made it clear through the course of Gaming Ride Home that I am conceptually, really into the idea of game streaming. I love the idea of laying in bed and using my phone to play Halo Infinite, for example. The fact that xCloud is being added as a bonus to Game Pass Ultimate is really smart, and it is already making me rethink my very recent Google Stadia controller purchase. Another interesting detail from the blog post is related to the Kinect. The blog reads, It's our intent for all Xbox One games that do not require Kinect to play on Xbox Series X at the launch of the console. 
And because of the unprecedented power of the Xbox Series X, most of your favorite games will load faster and look and perform many times better on the new console. So, basically, it is saying that if a game requires Kinect, like Dance Central, Spotlight, it is not a priority for Xbox Series X, to the point where it seems pretty safe to assume that it won't be supporting Kinect in any way. Which, I would be lying if I said that was disappointing. I played and used Connect more than most. I really love the Dance Central games, but I also had the voice commands set up for a long time so that saying Xbox on would turn on my Xbox, TV, and soundbar, which was neat, but today I just have the thing unplugged. The Connect still sits on top of the TV, weirdly. I, I can't bring myself to put it away for whatever reason, but it's not plugged in. Also, related to Xbox, Aaron Greenberg, the general manager of Xbox Games Marketing, shared a little bit of information about what we can expect from next week's Xbox Games Showcase, which is happening on Thursday, July 23rd. He confirmed that Halo Infinite will be part of the show, but he also tweeted, I know everyone is excited for Xbox Games Showcase next Thursday, seeing some wild expectations, so if helpful, this show has one focus, games. No business, devices, or similar news, just games. A whole show, about an hour long, focused on games. Hope you enjoy it. So, that's exciting, but expected. It makes it seem like the console launch date and price might be off the table here, but it would be nice to get those details as a surprise. Dr. Disrespect participates in interviews, but still hasn't explained why he was banned. Former popular Twitch streamer Guy Dr. Disrespect Beam was very publicly banned from Twitch a few weeks ago, but even today, the reasons for the ban are unclear. Rumors point to illegal activity, PR stunts, and other potential completely unverifiable reasons but the normally boisterous internet personality has basically been silent. Until today, in what appears to be a coordinated PR effort, a handful of websites published interviews with him, but he had no specifics to offer about his ban. Beam spoke with The Washington Post's Noah Smith, and Smith wrote about the interview, pressed on questions regarding his removal from Twitch or his next steps, he frequently followed advice from his legal counsel to remain silent. I've been dealing with a lot of stress and anxiety, Beam told the Post. You know, my wife and I both, this is our livelihood. We've worked really hard to get to this point. Let's just say I've felt all of the emotions that you could possibly feel. Beam maintains he still doesn't know why Twitch effectively voided his contract, just a few months into a two-year exclusivity arrangement first reported on by The Verge. Honestly, we just don't know, Beam told the Post. It was a total shock. Imagine showing up to work and the doors are closed and you can't get inside. You're going, what's going on? And you've been told you've been fired, but you haven't been told the reason why. We just weren't given an answer. It was the worst feeling. That story is linked in the show notes, as is PC Gamer's interview where Beam spoke with Steven Messner. In terms of what's happening right now, Beam told PC Gamer, You know, while it's unfortunate that I'm off Twitch, we're definitely working behind the scenes on what a doctor return might look like. In terms of the specifics around that, we're not interested in exclusive at this point. We're exploring our options and honestly, just can't wait to get back into character soon. We have a lot to do and I'll be wherever fans want me to be. And, you know, that's been our approach. This whole Dr. Disrespect event has just been so strange. Twitch only temporarily banned him when he streamed from a public restroom 
at E3 2019, which was illegal and 100% against Twitch's code of conduct policies. And then after the air cleared, they signed a very expensive exclusivity deal with him. So whatever caused him to get fully, completely banned, it had to be big. Either that or Twitch really and truly is being more cutthroat when it comes to policing its community, which I think would be a good thing. I also, I just don't buy that he doesn't know why he was banned. He has lawyers nearby telling him not to talk about it too much, which really makes me raise an eyebrow at all this. The reason for Dr. Disrespect's ban has truly become the new Half-Life 3 internet meme. I hope we learn more someday, if for no other reason than to just satiate my own personal curiosity. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. The Uncharted movie might actually, finally, be happening. Maybe. Much like the treasure that Nathan Drake is always chasing through all the Uncharted games, the movie adaptation constantly feels like an always just out of reach impossibility that is almost in our pocket, but then it all crashes and burns at the last second. It has changed writers, actors, and directors' hands so often that I've just lost count at this point. It has been in production so long that Mark Wahlberg went from playing the young treasure hunter Nathan Drake to now playing Nathan Drake's older, smarter father figure, Sully. And then, when it finally seemed like it was going to happen, the pandemic started. Apparently, COVID-19 isn't enough to stop Nathan Drake, though, as Tom Holland, who is playing Nathan Drake in the film, shared an Instagram post recently showing the name Nate on the back of, you know, one of those chairs that actors sit on while they're waiting for their scene to start, and wrote, Day one, hashtag uncharted. I've long said that I will refuse to believe the fabled Uncharted movie exists until I am sitting in a theater watching it, or streaming it from my living room, as the case may be, in the year 2020, but it seems like it might be happening here, which is cool. I am optimistic about the potential of an Uncharted movie, and I like the cast, and director Ruben Fleischer has done some good work in the past, so, you know, we'll see. I think the Last of Us HBO show has more potential, especially with Neil Druckmann being actively involved. But I do want to watch the Uncharted movie, you know, if it exists. 
Here's what released today. Superhot Mind Control Delete is out today, which is an expansion to Superhot, but I've also seen it billed as being enough content to constitute a sequel. If you own Superhot, the non-VR version of Superhot specifically, it has been added to the game for free today. So if you want more Superhot, it should be there waiting for you. No Man's Sky got a big update today with Desolation, which basically adds all kinds of horror elements to the game. You can find these abandoned ships and enter them to find normally unattainable materials, and it makes the game kind of look like Dead Space, especially if you play in third person. The blog post about the update reads, The Desolation update adds abandoned freighters to explore to No Man's Sky, along with a very different style of gameplay. Alone or in groups, players can breach the airlock and explore the hazardous, procedurally generated interiors of these derelict capital ships. The only trace of the crew is in logs they've left behind. A mix of procedurally generated and handwritten text means each vessel has its own unique story for you to piece together. It looks pretty interesting, and I like the horror angle. Dragon Quest Tact is out today in Japan on mobile devices. It's a Dragon Quest tactical game. I don't know how interesting it is to learn about Japan exclusive games, but I am always curious. I also want to learn if it will ever make its way to North America. Paper Beast, the VR game from Eric Chahi, the creator of Another World, is coming to PC VR platforms, which means it is coming to Vive and Rift. No mention of Quest, though, unfortunately. It's a weird game about simulating these self-sustaining creatures in a VR environment, It is coming to those platforms on July 24th. That's it for gaming news today. Well, almost the the big gaming news today that I couldn't bring myself to create a full dedicated segment on was that Henry Cavill, the actor behind Superman and Geralt in The Witcher, built a PC. He shared a video of himself building a PC, and the internet loves it, and I can totally see why. It's charming to see one of the most handsome and muscular men in Hollywood carefully piecing together electronics so that he can play computer games, something he has mentioned in the past that he is a big fan of. There is this fun interview where he was promoting The Witcher, where someone asked him if he was more of a PlayStation, Xbox, or Nintendo guy, and he scoffed at them and said, PC, as if the interviewer had just asked an absurd question. I played more Ghost of Tsushima yesterday because I have a real problem, and I can't stop. I am two trophies away from the Platinum, and unfortunately, those two involve a lot of aimless wandering. I need to find 10 of something that isn't marked on a map, and then the other trophy is for doing all the game's tales, which are basically its terms for side quests. Some of those kind of happen naturally without being marked on the map, and I'm guessing I just happened to miss one of those. Once the game is in everyone's hand, I can you know, Google a bit to try and solve those problems. I also watched my wife play a lot of Ooblets yesterday, and that game is adorable. The battling element of the game, where you pit your Ooblets against other Ooblets, or teams of Ooblets from other characters that collect Ooblets, plays out in dance battles, and all the Ooblets gather around to dance against one another while your character dances with them. It's all very charming. It also forces the frame rate to take a pretty substantial hit. It is an early access game after all, but I really enjoy just taking it all in. If you have corrections or just feedback in general, feel free to send me tweets or DMs to either at Kyle M. Hilliard or at Gaming Ride Home, or you can send an email to Kyle at RideHome.info. And please consider leaving a review for the podcast wherever you listen to it. 
You can also check out my Twitch account, Kyle Impersonator, where I am playing through something new. I beat Metroid Other M this morning, which I honestly was not expecting to do, so I need to figure out something new to stream tomorrow. You can also find me on the MinMax Show for more long-form video game discussion. Former Game Informer video producer and editor Leo Vader joined MinMax this week, which is super exciting. Leo is the funniest person in the video game media landscape. I highly recommend his Who is Winning E3 segments that he's done for Game Informer to understand why I am confident in saying that. We also talked a lot about Ghost of Tsushima on this week's show. I'm a big fan, so it was nice to unload on that game and talk about how much I liked it. I will talk to you more about video games tomorrow.